Don't feel like watching movies, so I'll watch people guess them instead. I don't know how it goes. I think it starts with your eyes. Okay, and I'm gonna clap it. So yes, perfect. So everyone, at the count of three. So we'll do one, two, three, clap. Okay. We'll do it together. Okay. One, two, three, clap. Close. Wonderful. Right. Yeah. Now I start recording. Yes. <laughs> guys, guys, welcome. Welcome one and all to the Valley cast. Today's program is very, very special because mm-hmm. we have a warmful, handsome boy Ooh. here with us today. Yeah. Joe Barrett is here, ladies and gentlemen. Round Thank you for having me. Joe Barrett is here. Uh, quite an honor. And, we uh, also have Matt Bennett. Okay. Hey guys, welcome to the show. <laughs> hey. Oh, Steve, I'm lost in the tall grass. Steve, help. <laughs> oh no, honey, we shrunk <laughs> the bennet. <laughs> Ants. Dude, did your love of Vore come from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids like it did for me? Vore? Oh, you don't know Vore? Okay, guys, welcome about to, to the get show. educated. Welcome. welcome to the show. <laughs> truly, truly, Steve, truly. I'm only 18. <laughs> Welcome to the show. I am honored to uh, welcome first timer, first comer to the Valley cast. Elliot my good Morgan. friend, Matt Bennett. Ellie oh, Morgan. So <laughs> and Matt Bennett's here. Thank you for having me. Uh, no, dude, Matt Bennett's here and I'm so excited, dude. Welcome. Happy to be here. I've been having so much fun. Steve, you have saved my life this pandemic. We've been playing Fortnite. <laughs> so I hadn't seen Steve in maybe four years. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. And we reconnected over Fortnite, and it's just been such a ray of sunshine <laughs> in this awful, awful, awful year. So you know, yeah. we we have to find forward. we have to find joy anywhere we can, right? And I've found my joy in being able to play a game designed for children with my friends. <laughs> designed my... to to uh, put a sense of of uh, um, insecurity in children because they don't have enough skins and they don't have all the right emotes. Right, dude. <laughs> oh my God, you're speaking my language right now. My son, you got the skins. It's such a racket. It and if it's not legendary, so don't even talk to me about it. It's I want a legendary skin, baby. Ten to twenty dollars a skin. Yeah, yep. and it's not they, and cheap. They, it, it's like it's like Pokemon cards on steroids. Yeah, because you at least got something physical when you bought Pokemon. Yeah, cards. that's the crazy mm-hmm. part about it. It's like I've been trying to explain it to people who don't, or like who I kind of like indoctrinate into it, because it has been an incredible tool for reconnecting with old friends like Matt yes. and I, and also keeping in touch with close friends that you used to see all the time and now don't get to. And so it's really kind of filled that gap. Um, but it's just essentially like collecting toys. Like if any if any of you ever collected toys or collected anything, then you'll probably get as hooked as some of us have become. Mm-hmm. It is and it isn't. Here's where I contend that it isn't. Because, okay. especially for my son, it's like you get the, it's almost like a drug. It's like, dad, I just want the one and then I'm not gonna want another one anytime soon. And then you get it. And then the moment there's a new one, which is every hour. Yeah. <laughs> Every day. Every day. Then they're like, they completely forget the 20 that they already have and they just want the new one. <laughs> where, where I get like a little upset as a, uh, a curmudgeon old father trying not to spend money is it, it doesn't change the game. <laughs> like yeah. there's no benefit to getting 
any of them. <laughs> Nothing. Whatsoever. That's why I am saying it's like toy. It's like collecting toys. Like, especially when you were a kid, it was like, you go to the toy aisle. You're like, oh man, I, I got Michelangelo. I got Leonardo. Oh, Baxter Stockman's here. I got to get Baxter Stockman. It's like literally that, dude. And but it doesn't matter. They bully you. I remember when I used to play with random kids online, they'd be like, oh, look at this no skin. That's what they call people who yeah. don't buy skin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. stupid no skin. No skin. Or, or this bully default. you. Oh, we got we got bodied by this default. I'm an Body. adult. Yeah. I'm an adult feeling insecure because children are making fun of me online. You play like a bot. The way I see says. it, this is the way I see it. The way I see it is we got to introduce our children to gambling one way or another yeah. and addiction. And, and GameStop. Uh, you know the whole GameStop thing didn't exist, right? You know, in the beginning of the pandemic. Yeah, like meanwhile, we're all jumping into this like GameStop thing, and because like you know, fuck the rich, eat the rich, or whatever everybody keeps talking about. But um, but we'll get to that shit. There's a lot to talk about. I want to jump in oh. really quickly though with who the hell you are, Matt Bennett. For in oh. case there are people here, absolute degenerates that don't know who you are, sir. Degenerate. Deep question. <laughs> No uh, skins, Bennett, like who are you? Yeah, a bunch of no skins out there not knowing who Matt Bennett is. Yeah. I'm a book lover. I like collecting <laughs> records and playing games. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm an actor out here in Los Angeles. I worked, uh, I've done a bunch of cool things. I was on a show called Victorious. It was a Nickelodeon show. That's my main claim to fame. But I also, I had little roles in movies like Bridesmaids where I played yeah. stepson. I'm the guy, uh, guy who said, fuck off, Helen, which still, to, like, okay. Ooh, just brought me back like, with that. The kids love me and their moms now love me because they're all like, that's a sweet spot, dude. You're in a good spot. It's a great spot. Victoria's, it's a weird situation because we first aired 10 or 11 years ago. Mm. And so before the pandemic, I started going to bars and I was having people come up to me saying, you were my childhood. And I go, how is that possible? But if you were 10 or 11 when the show first aired, you're now going to bars, you're 21. So oh, damn, this, that's I was crazy. very excited to to explore that and figure out what that new dynamic was, and then the pandemic hit. So, oh good. man, congrats! Yeah, I don't know when this is all over. But then we're on Netflix, so now people are going to just. Oh. I know for a fact people like fall asleep while watching the show. It's like the Truman Show, you know, dude. People for like real, like, like take baths watching Victoria. So yeah, yeah, it's totally one of those shows you could just leave on, and it's like I used to leave on like the Disney Channel mm -hmm. when I was like a teen teenager in 1980 82 it's, it's <laughs> scary and colorful yeah and, and it's and you're you know. never gonna get a, tr a commercial for a scary movie even though i wanted to see it <laughs> i just didn't want to see it at night <laughs> i didn't want to see a scary movie trailer while i'm going to bed and i knew the disney channel wouldn't do it and i feel like your show is certainly one of those shows that you can kind of just leave yeah. on it's comforting and it's funny how many uh how many seasons was it we did technically four they uh, okay. they cut the last one up into two, um, but we did sixty episodes. So it take it took up like what, three years of your life, four years of your life. Yeah, I started at uh, late seventeen and I ended at twenty one. Wow. wow, and that's like where and the, is that Ariana Grande's first? Yes, so that's the other reason why we've stayed super relevant was it was the show that launched ariana oh who, who the fuck is the ariana grande and who's this? Who's this? <laughs> Hew it up <laughs> let's go to a clip <laughs> we just yeah, cut to a documentary about ariana grande <laughs> i mean that's the, the whole podcast one, it's a really good one yeah no I've, I've, we I've, also I've had Liz gillies who's the star of dynasty and avin jogia who's done a bunch of stuff he was a tut he was young tut in uh in that spike tv thing yeah in zombie land oh. they had matt bennett who's on the valley 
folk podcast <laughs> and Fortnite, and, and I started a TikTok. You know, <laughs> dude, I we're gonna jump all around your career, and we'll talk about whatever you want to talk about, and we won't do like the whole like uh oh what are you up to and all the dang like oh interview shit like this is just kind of a shoot the shitty kind of like let's just chat and but um, we'll start with this question why do you hate your parents right God. i mean well as a unit or can i separate <laughs> <laughs> like, well we can do I've a two-parter qualms. we can make this a two-parter <laughs> <laughs> this is my father. This is <laughs> Let's start um, with him. But dude, I don't think you know that um because you were in a movie called The Virginity Hit. Yeah, that's right. With that was the first thing I, I did. That was your first big like you didn't do commercials or anything like that before that? Oh yeah, I did commercials. Um I, I, they're all really funny to go back on. I have a great one. I did an abstinence commercial. <laughs> talk to your kids about having sex. And I'm so excited because it's online. And I don't, like, there's a tagline that's so good. I'm saving it for, like, if I ever am big enough to be on Jimmy Fallon or something. Perfect. <laughs> the perfect clip. Because I had been at Warp Tour that weekend. And so I'm sunburned. And my lips are, like, even bigger than they are naturally. I'm just like, talk to me about sex, Molly. <laughs> it's beautiful. Oh, there's nothing better than uh, there's nothing that, that screams abstinence more than a sunburnt boy with big lips. <laughs> <I think. laughs> but um, you know, speaking of kind of like Nickelodeon and commercials, you know, Elliot was in a Nickelodeon commercial maybe the same time, maybe earlier. I don't know. That's true. But that's a weird connection where you guys are probably both earlier. Kind of, my Nickelodeon foray was when I was still living in Florida. Nickelodeon used to be based in Orlando. Yeah. And I was part of the Because We Can campaign. And it was my first audition I ever went on as a kid. I was 13, but I looked eight. And Nailed I just it. danced in front of a bunch of people. And he yeah, looks exactly the same, which is basically, the, terrifying. <laughs> you were not 13 in that commercial? Let's cut to a clip. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, so I'm I'm 29 right now. What's are we similar? 33 age? myself. 33. I'm 33. Okay, so. so you would have been nine. So it's, yeah, it's definitely way before you would have been doing Victorious. Well, let's cut to a clip and find it. out. Let's cut to a clip. Maybe are there we'll... clips on this show? There's, we have clips. No, no there's I mean, no clips. It, kind of if the editor wants to. <laughs> um, it depends. Is he on one today? Yeah. Dude, so I don't know if you know this, but okay, so you were in the virginity hit um, with Zach Perlman. He's yeah. also done some Valley Folk stuff with us. Not the Valley okay. cast yet, but he's been in, uh, he was in a Santa Steve video we did uh, during Christmas time. Um, um, for people at home, you might know Zach Perlman as A.A. Ron from Key and Peel. That's, that's right. Awesome. People go crazy for that. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, it's it's the number one thing they yell at him. I feel yep. like <laughs> when he's out in the in the in the pandemic stricken streets. But um, did you not realize he was A.A. Ron? Jim? I did not, and I, you guys just threw me for a loop. And I started watching Key and Peel clips online again recently, and oh my god, they're perfection. Yeah, <laughs> they're, just they're so, so good. good. I'm so sad it, it ended. It didn't need to end. Although if we got get out Look, out of yeah, it, yeah, get out. You know, I think that's a step up. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, we got to get out, know. and then Keegan Michael Key is also just like he's on an acting tear. He's in everything. <laughs> 
Yeah, the only oh, thing yeah. I've seen is that improv movie. Did you did you watch that movie about uh, mm-hmm. the drama at UCB? And- yeah, yeah. Oh, what yeah. the hell is that? It's the Mike oh, Birbiglia um, movie. The Mike Birbiglia, yeah. Oh, yeah. damn, I want to see that. It's good. And then he was also in that uh, Ryan Murphy. We were talking about Ryan Murphy earlier. He made Prom, which just came out on Netflix, and Keegan-Michael Key's in that as well. What? Yeah. Dude, all these connections are making my brain spin. Let's cut to a clip. <laughs> um okay so matt so yes. back Space back when line. you were doing the virginity hit i was working at a place called sony pictures digital never heard of so- what is sony pictures so, so- <laughs> I've, I've decided that feigning ignorance isn't funny anymore <laughs> still, like no, you know when you're funny. at a party and you meet somebody and and but you like you already know them and then the host comes like oh do you guys know each other they go no i don't oh, oh i, I yeah. do yeah. hate that we go back it. I've just had it's not funny anymore, but well, it always still. makes the person who's the butt of that feel like absolute shit. Yeah, because they're yeah. like, I was just trying to do a nice thing, Ooh, and you guys are being absolute shitheads. Yeah, yeah, we know each other. This yeah. is my doula. Exactly. <laughs> 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 really give birth to my my child. Although I did like, like that when we started the podcast, you did the old, uh, we did the sync clap, and then you were like, okay, and now I start recording. Yeah. And that was a good switcheroo, and I like a good switcheroo sometimes. Cool, man. A well placed switcheroo. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, okay, so I was working at Sony Pictures Digital at the time. And your movie was in our pipeline for digital stuff. So at, in my department, I did the sound design for all of the like big major websites that weren't outsourced to other companies. So Virginity Hit was a Sony movie. So we, so I did the sound design for the, the website, which means I watched the Virginity Hit too many times. <laughs> I, I'm amazed. So I've now started uh, Twitch streaming and I get people coming in asking about the virginity hit. And I go, how, like, why is it, why did anybody see the virginity <laughs> hit? <laughs> well, it was I fun think... to do, but it's just, it was the worst box office opening of 2010. We hold that record. Congratulations. <laughs> it was, it, no one can take that from you, Matt. No, no one can take that amazing from you. that I had something else in my pipeline. And that was the Nickelodeon <laughs> show. It is, I, I would have faded into obscurity immediately. Well, dude, you like had have this look and you, at the time you were just this like cute little nerdy kid sure. and you really had that kind of like look that, that Innocent, you just- corruptible. Right, corruptible. Yeah. Uh, but but that when Goofy you saw- Goofy sidekick perhaps? Yeah. But you I'll know, like it. when you see someone and you're like, when they're a kid in a movie and you're like, oh, that kid's gonna like go places. Like, you know, like I really felt that way seeing you and Zach as a matter yeah. of fact. Like Steve, you how guys, many times have you, you seen Virginity Hit? Dude, way too many <laughs> Give me a number. Give me a, number. Give me a ballpark. Well, what the crazy of- part is, is I, I watched like way early cuts too. Like they showed us like work prints and shit because my job was to take sound bites from the movie and then use them in the website places. Like when you'd click on like the trailer, oh. you'd oh, hear I- like, let's go, man. Like, is it, the website's not up anymore, is it? No, I don't think no. I ever visited it. They took it down, it but it had like sound bites and shit. And so most certainly I pulled clips of you saying shit and listened to your voice over and over again back in the day. But um, it's such a trip to me that like Sounds years like later, I ended up meeting you and Zach yeah. basically at the same party, I think. 
Thank and God then, I'm not a dick. Like, <laughs> imagine, like, you watch the movie, you see me at a party, and I'm like, yeah, what a stupid. Yeah. That happens sometimes. Oh, totally. <laughs> not for totally. me, I'm, you know. Right, right. You would never. No. But, um, and, but you're, you're a very congenial and, you know, gregarious guy, so it's easy to like you. Oh, thank you, you sweet angel. But that's, that's which brings me to, like, our when we became friends, because it was a trip for me, because I worked on the movie. And it's not like, you know, I worked on a lot of, movies back then humble brag at sony pictures and it was really cool um but it's not like the virginity hit was like in my top whatever like it's not yeah. like a, one of my favorite movies or whatever <laughs> but i would be i'd be weirded out if it was one of yeah yeah movies. exactly exactly <laughs> but um did it, really did it make you feel say. like you'd really yeah, you'd really sure. arrived in hollywood when one of your acting idols matt bennett was <laughs> <laughs> giving you the time of day yeah <laughs> man i mean that's the one i'm gonna tell my grandkids i think yeah. someday <laughs> you mean vice president President Matt <laughs> <laughs> wasn't he canceled? No, um, but yeah, like, uh, no, no, no. <laughs> Dude, but nothing then we, makes you nothing makes you appreciate how good a finished movie is, and you don't think about when you're watching it because you, the art is so good that you don't you don't have like uh, radars going off. But when you watch an unfinished movie, like they give you the demo cut where it's like scene unfinished, uh, placeholder audio. All of that, when you see a movie in that form, you will forever appreciate a finished movie on another level because that is a nightmare to watch. I wish that I had one of the work prints because my dad was there one day and they put him in the background and cut the scene. And he still, it's one of those sad things, he still brings it up to this day. His yeah. acting debut. Uh, it was hot, left on the cutting room yeah. floor. <laughs> If I could get him that footage, it would be so funny. You'd be like, that. Dude, you could make some calls. That, Remember that's when archive you sat somewhere. in a chair in a movie 11 years ago? You could, do, you could present it like a hologram like, uh, like Kanye did to Kim. With her. Oh God. Please, dear God, I want to write my will. Never make me a hologram. Don't make me a hologram, please. Uh, Elliot wants to be a hologram, though. He's talked, he talks about it a lot. Yeah, I, it's my big goal, and I feel like it's the only way to reach immortality. So, <laughs> I, well, I have to admit, I've never seen one of the modern holograms. The ones that I've seen, although I did say I, I saw Hatsune Miku in concert, who's the famous Japanese hologram. Yeah, it wasn't. I'll, I'll explain that in a second. But the ones that I think of when I think of hologram is like when you're walking a baggage claim at LAX. Oh and right, and there's the cutout. The cutout thing. <laughs> that's the I like. Don't do that to me. Yeah. <laughs> I, have to, I have to see like the Tupac hologram, and maybe if it's cool. Uh -huh. <laughs> what about and if a there's a demand? <laughs> yeah. What about like a like <laughs> a CG Matt Bennett in a movie like a hundred years from now or something? Uh and virginity hit too. Yeah, yeah. He, he <laughs> <laughs> Oops, so didn't lose it. Um, yeah, like but... that sophomoric, borderline sexist humor that you know, <laughs> right, goes right. back in style a hundred years from now. Right, virginity right. hit is reassessed and discovered to be the masterpiece that it was, and so. <laughs> Are you terrified of things in the virginity hit that will haunt you in your future career, Matt Bennett? Uh, it's not something I really think about. Good. Um, Good. That's it, healthy. That's healthy. It, you know, it, the movie certainly objectifies women, which is wrong. Uh, yeah. But I don't, it's, it was done before this conversation started, you know, yeah. before it was really mainstream. So. Look, oh, great. Now the vault, now the vulture is going to pick this up. No, all we can do is move forward. And, you know, if it, if somebody wants to have a conversation about it, I'm all down, you know, once again, I started Twitch streaming. So if somebody's like, Hey, that was fucked up in that movie, I'd be like, I agree. 
you know i was 17 and they they were promising me all of these things i didn't know that i had a choice right right Mm -hmm. and if i was now i wouldn't do it again yeah good for you man that's That's a great answer that's a wonderful like well-rounded very uh smart answer that's very nice. I go to therapy. This guy goes to therapy. I'm a great therapist. <laughs> but Matt, I want to talk about how when we met, we kind of connected on a musical level with They Might Be Giants. Yeah! And we super connected on that. And I loved how nerded out we got about it. And then one day we we saw each other at a They Might Be Giants concert. Right. We just happened to to bump into each other and then we hung out the whole time and we played a game where we'd try to guess what song they were playing as soon as they started. There's an old TV show that my parents always talk about where I was like, I can name that song in in two beat. Name that tune. Name that tune. So we did that, but at a a live They Might Be Giants concert. (laughs) It was so fun. We were evenly matched. Yeah, we totally were. A tie. Right, and then there were often times where I'd be like, oh, it's this, and you'd go like, no, 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 it's this. And then we'd both be wrong. And then we'd just start okay. making out, and then we fell in love, and then we got married. <laughs> just collapsed mm. to the ground, <laughs> a writhing mass. But Everybody was dancing, so they didn't <laughs> It didn't matter. Like, and beautiful waves of sound washing over us. <laughs> and nothing mattered, nothing mattered at all. <laughs> We've but, continued to try to name that tune, but we just kept naming our whispering, passion. Whispering. <laughs> um, to each other's <laughs> but like There's the music <laughs> <laughs> uh but you you've always i've always loved your um musical taste and your um because you've introduced so many amazing bands and music to me and you make music Yes. Ooh. And you've released music and you're, I feel like you're known for your music in a lot of ways too. Yeah. So we did, there were two songs that I performed on Victorious that I still get requests. People are, they love the songs. One is about playing with broken glass and people love that right song. On. And the other one is a love song I wrote and I sing to Ariana's character, Kat, on the show called I Think You're Swell. So they love those songs. Uh, and it's, it's crazy because I get side residuals for those two tracks. The music whoa. residuals, yeah. yeah it's pretty crazy. Nice. Show us your checks, Matt. Show us the checks. <laughs> Hold on a second. He just pulls a big <laughs> check. <Dude>. We're going <laughs> to need to see some papers. Like a lot of... <laughs> yeah. Like what, what, what is that? Uh, a lot the of publish, the Publisher's Clearing House. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like one of those industry hacks that people do. Because wasn't it like Brian Cranston on Malcolm in the Middle? His character would always like improv like songs he'd be singing songs so he got into the songwriters union because he was doing that and they were using him and he gets like he got mad residual off of all of these little songs that he made up on the fly on the show that's the hack that's the actor hack music it 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 pays so much more than acting wow so my um one of my friends the guy who did all of the music for victorious and all a, a whole bunch of live action nickelodeon shows i mean he wins awards because of it and he it's He's just stacked. It's crazy. The it's like the behind the scenes way to just totally succeed. It's like if you worked on Teen Titans Go, you're probably rolling in it because all they did was make music on that show. Wow. Man, uh, but you're, I love your, what you've been doing with TikTok with your music review. You're the only one. 
you have to tell everybody what you're doing because Joe oh. and Elliot don't know what this is. Yes, I, I get. I don't know much about Joe and Elliot either. I'd love to hear about them at a certain point. I didn't <laughs> realize this is going to be Matt Bennett hour, no, but um, you're our guest. We talk all the fucking time. And, right. like, people are bored bad. of our I, shit. I, Steve asked me at like 10 o'clock this morning, do you want to be on the podcast for two hours? I'm like, okay, sounds good. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what, we're, what we were going to be talking about, what the topic was. If you guys had me come on and talk about soybean futures, I would have like, I would have been like, all right, I guess that's what this podcast is. Great, because we have a lot to say about soybean. <laughs> good. We'll begin shortly. Uh, but so I started this on TikTok. Uh, I wanted to, you know, I watch people like The Needle Drop, like Anthony Fantano, who's a big music critic online. I'm like, I could do that. Bald like, guy. Bald guy, yes. And so I started, review, I started reviewing albums in 60 second chunks. And um, what I didn't realize is kids are rabid and vicious when it comes to who they like. And I don't do any, like it's constructive criticism. So I, I gave good, I give, I've only given two negative reviews. Uh, one was for Blackpink who are the number one largest Ooh, K-pop. Oh, yeah, group. watch out, dude. Ooh. Yeah, tell me about it. And the other one is uh, Bad Bunny, who had the number one album in the world. It's the first Spanish language album. And I just thought it was a little, I thought the beats weren't that uh, uh, creative. I thought it wasn't I was for overwhelmed. You. And yeah. oh man, the top. <laughs> I learned the phrase ratioed. Do you know what ratioed yeah. is? Dude, I just learned yeah. this too. It's a great they, phrase. They great were, uh, they ratioed me to hell. <laughs> For so, those uh, who don't know yeah. what ratio means, ratio means that your like to dislike uh, ratio is so in favor of just the comments go, it's so against all of the quantity of the comments that are hating the person. Yeah. That's what's called ratio. So even oh. if you get a bunch of likes, if you get a bunch of comments or a bunch of feedback that is lambasting you, it basically means you've been ratioed. You can see it on Twitter. You can see it on yeah. So my tweet about the Blackpink album review has 1,000 likes and 6,000 comments. That's a ratio. <laughs> that's, that's ratio. And that's a ratio. That's what we call ratio. And all I said, like, I'm a black, I like Blackpink. I just said that this, the album is seven songs long and there were like two singles and the rest kind of felt like filler and stuff they'd done before. Not, not good. Just, uh -oh. to, you know, not today. You know, hang yes. up the hat. Move from Los Angeles. Move to the, to the Alps. Yeah. Yeah. Get yeah. out of here. Yeah. Burn your internet connection. Yeah. Stay on Twitch. The <laughs> least, like, yeah. the least criticizing version of being critical is all you said and you still got destroyed. It's like, <laughs> it doesn't feel like an album. Yeah. <laughs> I said, I like them. It's just, you know, here's, it just didn't feel like it's their first album, it should have been more. People were waiting for a long time. No, couldn't. Well, you're Dead. doing critical thinking. You're, you're talking critically about what you're listening to and you're sharing honest yeah. critiques, even if they're very nice. And people, I think, a lot of times can't handle the idea of being able to like something, but not particularly like the one product that that person's putting out. I think you're a brave person, Matt, and I think you need to stick with it. But, you know, I'm getting something out of it as well. I, I thank you for that. I, Absolutely. I, I don't listen to, I'm a They Might Be Giants fan. I don't really listen to what's happening on the radio right now. So this has forced me to kind of reassess everything. And so I listened to Megan Thee Stallion's album. I liked it. Yeah. I gave it a positive review. It was really fun. I listened to Ty Dolla Sign's album. I liked it. I gave it a positive review. <laughs> you know, it's it, the only songs that I know that are popular right now are the songs that they give you in Fortnite. What's the other songs that they do? It's that, like, I'm a rat. 
Right foot up. Left left foot left side. Left foot up. <laughs> That's my gateway into youth culture right now. Joe's they being just, trigger, triggered. They just dropped Gundam style, which I thought was really Dude. weird. Yeah. And it's traversal. And it's yeah. traversal, which means you could do it and you can walk while you do it. So, like me and Mike the other day were just like walking and not even playing the game and we're just doing Gangnam style for like <laughs> as long as we possibly can. It's just, you know, come on. I was going to say it's weird, but you think about what they're resurrecting, like Predator? When yeah. When was the last time yeah. they made a Predator movie? Yeah. When was the last, yeah. like now you can download the Terminator skin. It's right. like, well, and it's it's reinvigorating those IPs too because my my son's just like, Dad, when are you going to let me watch Terminator Two and Predator? And I'm like, Oh, now let's do it now. <laughs> How old is he? He's seven, so he's he's not quite Predator age, but he's I think maybe T Two is handleable. He can handle that. T Two yeah. is so good. T Two yeah. is just a masterpiece. Perfect, perfect movie. Yeah. I think. Did you guys hear that GI Joe is coming to uh <laughs> yeah. to Fortnite? Is that true? Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna get some GI Joe guys. I think they should do what they did with the Marvel season on that game and do uh, just do like an '80s IP, kind of <gasps> like they're doing Bounty Hunters now. But what if they did like you getting the GI Joes, you're getting like Transformers, you're getting all these like obscure mm. '80s cartoon characters coming in? What if there fun? was like an area called like Shermer Hills or something, and it was like a John Hughes like <laughs> you have like the the school from the Breakfast Club or something? <laughs> Well, it's so Marvel's now owned by Disney. So yeah. imagine they open up the Disney vaults and it's Ugh. like, you know, goofy running around. Or like, I would love like obscure, like Oliver and Company character. Yeah. Yeah. The Silver Age. Get the Silver Age in there. <laughs> I want Over the Hedge. Or what was the, or what was the funny, one? Wouldn't, it, wouldn't like a two, like upright two legged Pumbaa with a fucking assault? Yeah, rifle? dude. Yeah. <laughs> It would kind of be like a second life or what, like in VR, you know, you VR chat. Yeah. With like Kermit the frog running around and twerking. Yeah. I, dude, they've got me, man. I don't know what to say. They've really hooked me and Joe has kids. So oh, they're hooked. we run around as a family and get uh, victory Royales together. It's great. Does Elliot play? No, I'm trying to get him to play, but he's, he's, it's a lot. I, you guys are both here in Los Angeles, correct? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So um, I got invited first to a Fortnite party. There was like a party that they were throwing at I, this one. I think the first one was down by the Olympic Coliseum. The old <laughs> Olympic Coliseum. And uh -huh. I was I was walking around being like Fortnite, Fortnite. Oh, everybody likes Fortnite. Oh. Uh, but I went home and I downloaded it, and I was like, I, I really don't vibe with this. But there's something that stuck because then I went and I watched Ninja's videos. And he's so good at the game. Yeah, like, stupid. I was like, this kind of seems kind of fun. I get now why they want to build. And it just, it hooked me. So, and then by the time I went to the next Fortnite party, it just, it had changed my life. And I, I'm now, I'm level 152. Or oh, shit. <laughs> what? I start Wait. my morning with Fortnite. I like, I wouldn't do be you, doing this if it wasn't for the pandemic. But, do you crank yeah. 90s? Do you guys crank 90s? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, build build the 90 degree like little. My, that's how Jackson talks now. He goes, Dad, I'm check it out. I'm cranking 90s. And I'm like, you're doing what? Excuse me? Go to your room. <laughs> Man, is it is say, it the, it's the, super sweaty? <laughs> oh, is he is he a sweat or whatever? He's yeah. not that yet. No, 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 no. He's not that yet. But yeah, cranking 90s is just building really fast, which seems like wizard shit to me, by the way. It's I'm just, not that fast. Well, I'm I insane. on a PS4 
controller. So I don't, someone was telling me that, and this might be like old men trying to reach into the zeitgeist. No, stop that. You're a young man, Steve. Stop it. Well, you know, com- comparatively, I guess while we have our young guest here, Matt Bennett, but um, <laughs> apparently, behind, but okay. <laughs> apparently there's these, uh, there's these things that you can connect to your controller and then it connects to your it's like a it's like a bypass between the controller and the system and it allows you to like press one button and it'll build like an entire is thing for you yeah that's yeah Yeah. and but but what i what i'm saying is is that that exists and i didn't even know that existed but it kind of makes sense when you see these people building these like fucking you know, castles essentially in the game. In like seconds, it's stupid. In seconds, yeah. but I know there's people that are just really good at it, like PC players, but but apparently there's like things where it just automatically builds you these giant fucking things. It's just like, it's blowing my mind. And keep in mind that just because they can build really fast doesn't mean you can't win, you know? You can, you can go, you can uh, undermine them. You can sneak under, sneak around, hide. You know, uh, there's so many ways around that situation. And that's what I like about the game. You can turn the system off. It's great. Uh, <laughs> still... you, can, you could look out the window, go outside even. <laughs> words to live by, by Matt Bennett, guys. We'll be right back. Hey there, welcome to the ad portion of this uh, episode of the Valley Cast. This uh, ad portion is a little different than the majority of them. I'm not here to tell you about anything to do with micromodal fabric or how to straighten your teeth or how to look good when you go out in the convenient price. I'm not here to tell you how to ship things if you own a small business, nor am I telling you how to get nutrients into your body. Instead, I'm telling you about something that's really beautiful, guys. It's called the Movie Movie Game, and it's available right now for pre-order. There's a link in the description. If you haven't gotten it yet, they'll just send you to the Kickstarter, which is linked up now to our pre-order package, or you can go to bit.ly.com slash movie movie game if you would like to do it on your own time and you don't want to have to click hyperlinks. I get it. We also have pins available that combine some of the most fun prompts from the game into things that you can hold physically and they just make you smile and they're really cool and clever and I'm excited about that. And there's a link to that in the description as well or you can go to dftba.com and search for The Valley Book and you'll find it there as well. And it's a perfect game to play while you listen to Weezer's new album in the background. I know I'm not supposed to just plug random bands that I like, but here we are. No one can stop me. But Moving Movie Game is the headline here. So if you would like to pre-order, it helps us out because it helps tell us how many um, things we're going to order, how much we're going to have in excess, which helps us figure it out as a business. You get it. Uh, and you can check out the description for all the links that I just previously mentioned. But now let's get back to the show so you can see Matt Bennett and I bond over Weezer. See you soon. What? Just kidding. I didn't. I just... No, that's perfect because we'll do ads. Okay. Perfect. No, I, that was oh, nothing. I was I fucking didn't know there were ads. No, it was a joke. But it worked out perfect. But we're now we're back from that joke. Okay, I want to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna transition us real quick because before we were doing the podcast, we were talking about Tim Burton and how yeah. his first, how his first three movies were just like knocked out of the park. It was uh, um, second one was Beetlejuice. it was Beetlejuice. It was Pee-wee, Pee-wee, Beetlejuice, Beetle- and then Batman. Batman. And when, I was blown away. I was like, "What the hell? This guy's insane!" And then Matt was like, "I got some Tim Burton trivia, and I yeah. got to hear it." Um. So, are you guys Martin Scorsese fans? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever yeah. seen the movie After Hours? Absolutely not. No. no. That is my not only my favorite Martin Scorsese movie. That's my favorite movie of all time. Oh shit! Griffin Dunn, Rosanna Arquette. It's it's this crazy story about a you know a lonely guy in New York who meets a girl at a diner. Um, she invites him back to her apartment and it's the the cab ride downtown is 
them descending into hell. And it's just following him. It's got a great uh, oh. supporting cast. Terry Gar is in it. Uh, uh, Catherine O'Hara. Oh my uh, God. John Hurd. Um, who, what year Scorsese is this? Why am I? 85 maybe? Why is this not on 85 or 86. Okay. Um, but so what happened was they gave the script to Martin Scorsese. He's like, I really like this. I'm trying to get this other movie, Last Temptation of Christ made. So I'm going to walk away. So they gave it to a new young director who's going to direct it. Last Temptation fell through for the, the first time. Mm-hmm. And Martin Scorsese is like, whatever happened to that After Hours script? And they go, oh, we gave it to this new director. And he goes, oh, that's fine. It'll be okay. The producers went to that new director and go, hey, funny story. Martin Scorsese is interested in directing this again. And the director said, it, he's Martin Scorsese, give it to him. Whoa. That director was Tim Burton. So this no. is... If you go and watch After Hours, it's Martin Scorsese directing a Tim Burton movie. Wow. It's phenomenal. Whoa. And like, every like 20 minutes, mind, there's a new twist that that adds an added dimension to it. I've never Damn. talked about my love for this movie. I have I have a printed out version of the script right here. What the <laughs> fuck? It's called After Hours? Yeah. Wow. Folks, if you're just I listening, right here. Matt's not joking. He does have a physical copy <laughs> of the script of the movie he's that, referencing. That he had. That I don't think a... he was prepared for. It. Pretty no, cool. No, he wasn't prepared. It was an arm's length of where. He's... <laughs> yeah, yeah book, but still there. Right here. Wow, Matt. Well, now that's you're bragging. Awesome. It's <laughs> my book. My bookshelf. Now you're bragging. Yeah, you're bragging. I, I paid bragging. fifteen dollars. There's, you know, that uh, store on Hollywood Boulevard that sells script. They like print out a script for you. Yeah. Sure. I went in. I'm like, do you have after hours? And he goes, I don't. Like he had to like blow dust off of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> asked for this ever. I'm like, can Big I have leather bound book? Oh no, it's just it's. Oh, his leather bound book. But yeah, his leather bound. Like, yeah, I was imagining. Look at that. Dude. Wait. So when you're watching it, are you going like, oh yeah, that that right there is a Tim Burton moment definitely directed by martin scorsese absolutely well just wow. the way that it's shot it's all nighttime in uh like in downtown los angeles or downtown los angeles, downtown new york in the village you know in the middle of the 80s so it's dead there's nothing there it's just lofts for artists and stuff and there's a there's a couple of scenes that take place at a punk club and the people there are like bondage freaks and it wow. kind of feels tim burtony cool there's a lot of cool wow. stuff. Dude, speaking of Tim Burton and scripts, I just stumbled upon the like often thought was just like a legend script called Beetlejuice in Love. Uh, supposed to be the sequel. Because wasn't there was the Beetlejuice sequel, in right? Hawaii or something? There was Beetlejuice Goes Hawaiian, which yeah. is a script you can find if you Google it. But then there was one that had always been talked about that people were like, we heard of it. It's It exists, but nobody has it. And it's... Beetlejuice in love. <laughs> Is it, can you have it? Or you and I have it? it. Yeah, I have you it. You have it. Have I you have read the it? script. I found it. I have not read it. And I'm trying to think of something fun to do in the vein of like a Jason Reitman oh, like yeah. script read kind of thing. Maybe we could do like a Twitch show or something where we like read scripts that like were lost that we found with like fun comedians or something like that. Yeah. But um I would love to do that. I have a couple of weird, obscure scripts. Really? A, okay, well, let's I connect. Have a, I have a first draft of Back to the Future 1 and Back to the Future 2. Dude, I found the, the first draft of Back to the Future 2. It's where they go to the 70s. I haven't With, read it yet, but I just downloaded it. Yeah. Whoa. Hell yeah. yeah. And there, what's the other cool script that I have? Oh, um, I was reading the Sprockets script. You know, uh, the Mike, oh, Myers from, uh, Mike Myers Yeah. They were going to make a full movie out of Sprockets. Could you imagine? <laughs> I think it was, 
I, and if I'm not mistaken, I think him and Phil Hartman wrote it. Wow. Possible. Damn, I want to read that fucking script on Twitch with my friends. Is- <laughs> <laughs> we had we got to get Flula to do. Uh, uh, um, what's his name? Was uh, Dieter. Dieter. That's right. Dieter. <laughs> Was the Beetlejuice goes to Hawaii script bad? Yeah. Oh, it really is. Okay. Yeah. So it's I mean, just I didn't read it, but notoriously, it's not good. Yeah. Was it a Tim Burton joint? Like, did he write it? No, but he also didn't write Beetlejuice either. Someone else did. Great, great movie. God dang. So does Tim Burton write his own script? No. No, because he didn't didn't write Pee-wee's Big Adventure. No, That was Paul Rubens and Phil Hartman. Phil Hartman, yeah. Wow, just straight up a visionary. Yeah. They would say. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Even uh, Night Before Christmas, he didn't even. Nope. I think he wrote the book, and that's why they call it Tim Burton's Night Before Christmas. Right, because he created a lot of the designs. Yeah, it was the art, like like the characters he was creating for a long time. Is he doing, is he still doing, what is he doing? I mean, Big Eyes, Big Eyes 2. I never saw Big Eyes. I never saw it. Did you guys see it? Oh, it looks weird. Yeah, it looks weird. Their eyes are too big. He just did the (laughs) Alice in Wonderland, and those were bad. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Big yeah. Fish was pretty boring. That was a boring movie. I think Which he's one? told all the stories. He's he. I think he's Dark told Dark Shadows. Dark Shadows. Fuck! I forgot all about that movie. I'm People slightly like I'm movie. slightly interested in late career Johnny Depp, like Mordecai. Mordecai. Yeah. <laughs> what Johnny? Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. Are you doing, Johnny? Or like the Kevin Smith movies, where he's like that weird awesome. Canadian character. Yeah. yeah. I think he's just kind of checking off all the directors he hasn't worked with yet. Right, (laughs) right, right. I guess Kevin Smith. Uh, Well, listen, Matt, if you're, not to go back to this previous conversation, but if you do end up doing music reviews, today Weezer dropped their newest album. I myself am a Weezer fan. Yes, I've listened to it a number of times. It is the best album they put out in a decade. Oh, damn. Are Are you for real right now? You actually have listened to it? Yes, a number of times. Oh, my friend, my friend Matt, I love me, you. <laughs> sent me a rough of it uh, maybe two months ago. And so I've just been, I had it on. You're the only person I've ever met who's, really? A yeah. rough version? Uh-huh. Cool. Okay, human. And you like the album. Okay. I, Guys, I this it. is We're Matt and Elliot's awesome. meet cute. Just let's just, Joe, let's <laughs> yeah, just Yeah, like, back. I'm like trying to be cool about it. But like, that's so cool, so man. Oh, I heard, I was like, okay. That's, but that was the single that they put out. Um, yeah. Trying to think of the others. Um, Alu Gobi. Oh, uh, uh, I also like what's Grapes of Wrath. Grapes of Wrath. Yeah, uh, really uh, good. Grapes of Wrath. Uh, yeah. It drift off to oblivion. Da, da, da. Oh, so good. Dude, right, this I'm sounds play, really fun. I want to play a game with you guys real quick in regards to this album because I'm looking at it. Yeah. How long is the shortest track on the album? Oh, 58 seconds or something. Is that 24, true? 24 seconds. <laughs> Is it? I haven't listened to the whole thing yet. It came out today, so I've 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 not uh, d- dived in as much as I want. And so then I'm there's another track. Like it, Mirror Image is one minute and seventeen seconds. So Mirror Image is really it. good. Here's Mirror the funny thing. Also, one. I reached out. They I reached out to a local record store because there are indie exclusive vinyl colorways, and I asked if they had okay, uh, human. And so, oh, nice. Yeah. He said I, he ordered a bunch, <laughs> but he hasn't got it in yet. So, oh, I really enjoy it. I'm Dude. excited to dive more into it. I, I saw that it was today. I'm like saving it for later because I want to be able to like focus on it. But uh, yeah, I mean, they 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 did a whole, they're just such, I lo- what I love about them is they're just such a weird, Rivers is a weird 
person and he just does whatever he wants and to do a all orchestra album right before technically before but like releasing it before doing the heavy metal album mm -hmm. and i guess next year they're planning on doing four albums but each one is going to wow. be in line with the season so it's going to be like a spring album a winter album a summer album and like the winter album is going to be more like elliot smith style so i'm pretty stoked Ooh. about it and it, basically he's just learned that he likes to make music in quarantine and yeah. uh, i'm very excited so are you a songs from the black hole fan Absolutely. Well, oh my God, st shut your mouth, Matt. Yes, of course. I think <laughs> Glass is Off is one. Of, Glass <laughs> Off is, I think, one of the catchiest songs I've ever heard in my life. I listen to it all the time. Long time, Sunshine. Where did you go? Oh, Get back he's gonna here. go grab Sunshine. the script of the album. He's gonna go grab the script. Yeah. <laughs> Rivers Como into the. You know, show. Blast Off. If you play Blast Off, that's such a good song. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure I can. Oh my goodness. Yep. There we go. Yep. Oh my goodness. Oh, Elliot's going to get pregnant live on the podcast. I'm going to get pregnant live on the podcast. <laughs> oh, wait, no, that's, uh, that's Beverly Hills. Maybe it's the same song. No, hold on. <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah, that was, that was Beverly Hills for sure. Uh, I'm going to look up the tab just so I can remember. Yeah. It's, it's such a catchy song. And the robot noises and everything, the robot voices. Yep. So you, so Matt, you realize that you've raised the bar very high for this album. You've heard that Matt or that Elliot hasn't listened to this yet. <laughs> Where's my lighter? <laughs> Um, so good thank you that was wonderful but uh so for everybody who doesn't know after the blue album rivers was working on an opera like a rock opera called songs from the black hole uh while he was going to harvard and it was weird and kind and fell through but since uh since they've released a, a bunch more albums they've gone and re-released -re some of the songs on demo albums and on Rivers Alone compilations and people online have recreated what it could have sounded like. And there are a bunch Dude. of bootlegs that are really good. That's cool. Are you familiar with what happened like three weeks ago with uh, Rivers, what he did? Yeah, so Rivers uh, dumped hours upon hours. Almost like when yeah. Radiohead, when all the OK Computer sessions dropped. Yeah. Um, they did, Rivers just put up catalogs of every demo yeah. oh that's right yeah because he was wanting to learn web programming because oh, yeah. he just decided to learn something in quarantine and so he set wasn't up he, a little really basic website and uh and a, sold a it to people for like nine bucks yeah he was taking about, a class yeah a college course wow yeah. matt that's so crazy i've never talked to someone who knows the same amount as me Dude, about this music, is how, so i don't know really? what to say oh. i'm like i'm like bewildered this is how we connected on they might be giants it's like exactly how matt's just like, a it's, music being it's a bummer too so i i not to be a bummer about this um somebody got into my car and stole my cd binder oh. and the and the only cd i had in my car was the full deluxe edition of the blue album <laughs> and they took yeah. it and I'm like, no, I just, I went to the uh, CD store and they had it. And I'm like, I'm buying this. And yeah, so I got to go and read. <laughs> with the sleeve, uh, with this opaque yeah. sleeve, half sleeve exactly. on it. Yeah, yeah it wonderful. So, so um, you guys seem to, to be connecting on similar kind of like uh, wavelengths as far as like the, the albums you like, the Weezer albums you like, or the Rivers 
projects you like what what's like matt what's your favorite rivers thing and then elliot what's your favorite rivers or weezer thing and then maybe maybe we'll find you know where you guys align on the new album you know maybe maybe we could figure that out well there's eras you know yeah there's a blue album and pinkerton that's the that's the matt sharp era you know, so Matt Sharp was their bassist, who really, a lot of people would argue, gives it that extra kick. And when he left is when they started kind of courting mainstream pop appeal with songs like Island in the Sun. Which Going into the song. Green Album. Yeah, Going, yeah, Green Album. And I love Maladrot. I'm a Maladrot apologist. Um, they, it's a little bit heavier. That has uh, um, Keep Fishing on it. The, the music video they did with the Muppets. Mm -hmm. Take Control, Burnt Jam, American I love Jiggle. Take Control, I love so much. Um, I actually have it on vinyl. Uh, so that's the other no, I, one of the things I collect. I uh, love you. Is it okay to say I love you? Really? Uh, I just like music, man. I love you too. Uh, do you like the, thank you. Do you like the White Album? Are you a White Album fan? I love Endless Bummer. I have a friend who yeah. loves the White Album. I'm a little bit like, I was a little bit out of love with Weezer until this new one, until Okay Human. And good. Now back on the train. It's really good. It's really, really good. Welcome back. Yeah, I love White Album myself. I do like, uh, I never heard it pronounced Maladroit, but I like that. I always thought it was Maladroit, so I'm learning something. Is it? Very no. nice. But make never believe. Never had to say it out loud. Make believe not. Yeah, I mean, they've just been courting like commercial success for a very long time in very weird ways. What about the Red Album? Because I'm a big fan yeah. of Greatest Man That Ever. Okay, great. Right, when that came good. out, yeah. I was into it. Uh, but it came off the heels. I think what what came first? Hurley came before that, and Ratitude. Uh, Hurley and Ratitude came right after Red Album. Okay, special so the, too yeah, many. There's too many albums. Too many albums. <laughs> a lot of albums. I fell no, off. No, that's a good amount of albums. With, like the Memories song from Jackass Three. Yeah. Like, yeah. I kind of just fell off with that, yeah. and then um, I I think I did listen to Everything Will Be All Right because of the Rick Ocasek production. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Who I love. By the way, if you like. Rick Ocasek producing, check out Do the Collapse by Guided by Voices. That album is phenomenal. It almost yeah. sounds, if you like right, Guided by Voices, it, yeah, it kind of sounds maybe a little bit Weezer-ish because Rick, you know, had his fingers in it, but it's- Guided dude, by Voices. And Matt yes. Bennett is the- Do the Collapse. Matt Bennett is like the quintessential like record store guy. Like yeah. he's the guy where he knows his music. He has good recommendations. And trust me, Elliot, when you look this up, you're probably gonna fall in love with whatever this is. Wait, I wanna I show you guys, I wanna show you something good cool. This. This, this is, is what like, Matt does. He, he's like, oh, you like, like this? You'll like this. And then you're like, That's oh, my this is incredible. Yeah, <laughs> we're my algorithm. Yeah, high fidelity exactly. right now. Yeah, we're in, high we're in the record shop right now <laughs> yeah. with Matt yeah. in high fidelity. Jack Black, yeah. about to sing some soul. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> When I, I, I traveled to Japan a lot, like before the pandemic, and their record collecting is insane. So this is original pressing oh, Blue Album. Nice. And nice. you can tell it's original because you see their legs apparently on all vinyl pressings afterwards. Cuts off. Up. Whoa. Original Maladroit. Oh. Can't quite, maybe hold in front of you a little bit. Let's there see. it is. Ooh, I love that album cover, cover, man. That's such a fun album Here's cover. Here's the best one. Original Pinkerton on vinyl. Ooh, with uh, a little sticker that says featuring El Scorcho. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Big and then hit also of original the Ween. I don't know if you like Ween, but Ween! I did. Yeah, I right like up Ween, there. of course. And it was right up there, so. 
Nice. Oh man, that's Dude, wonderful. What? I just heard a Ween song for the first time where he's basically thanking someone for the lovely party they got invited to. Your party. Yeah. Of, uh, La Cucaracha. Yeah. It's, it, the chorus is like, my wife and I had a great time. <laughs> you should check out, I mean, like, there's a song called Boys Club, which yeah. it's, it's, I, I don't know if it's like homophobic or not because it's it's all about like having fun with your boys at the boys club. You might have sex. But it's- <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I love Voodoo Lady. That's like one of my favorite Amazing. Queen songs. And then uh, pushing push the little daisies. What's the little daisies and make them come? Yeah, dude. Oh, I love. I gotta listen to some Ween after this. Have you listened yeah. to White Pepper? No. So after Chocolate and Cheese, they decided to be a real band. Like Chocolate and Cheese was the first one where they're, before it had just been like them with a, you know, cheap microphone. Was that the It's Pat days? Um, Well, they did what, Pork Roll, Egg and Cheese on It's Pat? Oh, that's what it was, yeah. I guess so. Um, Because that's off of, um, not the pod. What's the one up? I think that's off of Pure Guava. But then... um, they did, so after, awesome. after Chocolate and Cheese, they put out an album called 12 Golden Country Greats, which is an all-country album. Oh, yeah, I've heard those. With only, with only 10 songs on it. <laughs> but it is just country songs. It's like they... And it's, they... And it's so good because they went down to Nashville and they hired like actual, like wrecking crew level guys. You yeah, know, the people who've yeah. been on a million albums. Yeah. So it sounds so good, but it's songs like Flow Free. It's like songs about dead cats and stuff. <laughs> And then they put out an album called White Pepper. I'm which, no, I think, and I'm sorry, maybe they put out The Mollusk first, which is also yeah. Great, it, went, I, it went 12 Golden Country Greats in 96 to The Mollusk in 97, Painting the Town Brown, a live album in 1999, <laughs> and then 2000 White Pepper. Which has um, their song, Let Me Lick Your Pussy, which is actually, <laughs> which is like a fan favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, I've never heard it. I'm so excited to jump but in. Then, so White Peppers, I tell everybody to start there because it's just an actually good album. Like people are like, oh, Ween, like that band, like Push Little Daisies and everything. I'm like, no, White Pepper. It's the joke is it's their white album meets Sergeant Peppers. <laughs> oh my God. I'm, I'm they, on such a Beatles kick right now too. So this is perfect for me. Please check it out. I'm I, I'm I I'm so in, dude. But like, it's so funny to suggest their their like attempt at a real album, and then everything just falls the fuck apart after that. If someone like loves it, you know, because oh. you have to really love it to be like go to then go to like Push Little Daisies or Voodoo Lady or whatever, and then be like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> right, sure. <laughs> yeah, I, well, like when you click with like they have a song called Bananas and Blow, and if that's your sense of humor, then you might get with weed. Like, right, right. <laughs> but they just do their sense of humor on white pepper in an approachable way. So if you, right. if you see that you click with it, then you can go back to the early stuff. Right, right. Like Poop Ship Destroyer. And you'll be like, <laughs> I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> You're like, I get it. Dude, okay. um, so before we wrap it up, I want you and Joe to make some kind of musical connection. Ooh. I don't, I don't want to force it, but I want to see if there's something you guys can connect on because Joe's music taste is a little bit different than, well, we have similar music tastes, I think, but you know, you're a little bit so, more. Yeah. So my problem, it's not yeah. a problem, but with me, it's like, I just kind of dabble in a little bit of everything and always have. And it sounds like you, you know, I, I grew up with Weezer, um, Pinkerton and, and Green Album, to the point where we were doing green album cover songs in our, yeah. in our high school band, like Hash Pipe. <laughs> yeah. 
still, great, still a great song. Great song. Uh, my my go-to band, my where I would contend the best front man in in history for me is Foo Fighters. Dave Grohl is kind of like my, my my guy. Cool. Um, but then I just like uh, Toadies. Do, do you dig the Toadies? I grew up loving awesome them. Possum Kingdom, I know. Yeah. Yeah, Possum Kingdom's great. Uh, what Tyler else? is that? Ty- Tyler is Tyler? one of them as well. So um, it's. So it's like the mid to late '90s, but not the new metal scene. Is kind not, of. I didn't get too much into new metal, too uh, a lot. Ken Andrews, uh, Blinker the Star, some some. Uh, Ken Andrews and Blinker. Now those I don't even know. Oh, Ken Andrews, great, great, great. So failure. So failure was uh, Ken I've heard Andrews' of original okay. project, and then he went off and Absolutely did some no other stuff by himself. Yeah, I had like. Um, it was Weird Al until I was like abort. 12. Abort. Oh, Weird Al. Oh, do you guys want to see something? <laughs> oh, let's do Weird Al. Let's do Weird Yes, Al. we do. <laughs> bring your Kids' Choice Award. Bring your Kids' Choice Award. Bring your Kids' Choice Award. You guys like Weird Al box sets? Yeah, yeah. you got it. You got it. Yes. <laughs> Wait, you got to oh. hold it. Hold it in front, oh. maybe a little bit. There it is. Dude, I really want it. I want it, but I have too much stuff. Wow. I have too much that. stuff. It's there every it one of his records. That was the first concert I oh, ever went to. Oh, oh, but do you want yeah. to see something? Please be the Kids' Choice Award. He's got to start a show called Do You Want to See Something? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love this just blades of grass. <laughs> I want there to be Who Wants to Be a Millionaire okay. playing right now. So this is not just one. <gasps> what? Two copies of Peter and the Wolf. Oh, fuck. he did with Wendy Carlos. Yeah, that I got him to sign. Oh my you god! Son of what a did he say really about cool. that? He just kind of looked like what the fuck. Whoever, because <laughs> dude, I had a cassette of the Peter and the Wolf, Wendy Carlos. Uh, because the other side was Carnival of the Animals, mm-hmm. and is that on there also? Yep, part two. Yes, yeah, for two, exactly. Dude, I wore my tape out. I listened to it anytime I took a shower or a bath or like, I would just listen to it on my tape player and the heat of the bathroom warped the tape. So it was like, you know, the warble you'd hear in a cassette wow, tape. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it was really tough. I had never even heard it until I got it on vinyl because it's just such a rarity. I love it so much. It's so good. I've been, I've been wanting someone to animate it into like some kind of animated thing but maybe one of the valley folk audience members oh there you go come on animators do a bunch of free work ellie we're the same uh weird al was my first concert too 100 percent. same montana he uh he helped introduce me to oh nice i'm from uh i went to uf so i have a gainesville connection there you go Mm -hmm. did you meet him um no but i met his brother Hmm. So take that. Weird cool. <laughs> John. Uh, pretty neat. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, Tom Petty's brother. Yeah, yeah. Tom Petty. Uh, I'm trying to think of some of the rhymes with Tom, but I don't know. John. Bob Petty. Bob Grom. Petty. Yeah. Bob Petty. Grom Petty. Oh, that's what I said. Um, but no, Weird Al, it like introduced me to most music. So I understand. And I think it's a whole generation of people that he did for us. He like, he gave us a little sampling of what was popular before I was into what was popular. It was very nice. Especially with the polkas. The polkas were an introduction polkas, to so yeah. much music to me. Like, oh, what song sure. is that? And then I'd yep. hear it and I'd be like, there's a song Weird Al did in the polka. And it's actually <laughs> right. really good. They yep. stole that song from Weird Al. <laughs> 
Sex by Berlin. I'm a man. I'm a, I'm a man. I'm your lover. I'm, I'm a one night stand. I heard that I'm during the pandemic for the first time. I went, oh no. And went, oh, it's just like touching a weird child memory in me. This is so bizarre. The song is so strange too. It's a strange song. But like, um, yeah, I heard the, I, all the polkas. I heard Ghetto Superstar through the, you know, the weird album yeah. before I heard that. Yeah. I, was, I found out recently or I realized recently listening to uh, music with Hayden, Hayden, my daughter, she's 13 and she's kind of like on an eighties kick these days because of stranger things and kind of the resurgence of pop culture, but she listens to a lot of eighties music now. And she loves, uh, I think we're alone now. And I was like, you dig that. You need to listen to this clone song. So I, <laughs> so I play her and I think I'm a clone now, which is a brilliant. It's so uh, good. Great parody, but B go listen to first, go listen to, I think I'm alone now. And listen to the music, listen to the how it's produced, listen to how it's played, and then listen to I think I'm a clone now. And Weird Al also takes the music to another level. Yeah. He makes he made the band. song more of a banger. It's amazing. He took and they the do music. it live. Yeah. They're able to switch styles from song to song during the concert live. And you're like, how are how are you guys so good? Yeah. Like, how do you change your your like they're so shifters? musically talented and so is he. And that's why like that's why he went on that tour with the originals recently, like yeah. um the self-indulgent I, tour. Did you guys go see that? No. No, I wanted to go to the orchestra when he did the Hollywood Bowl orchestra yeah. show. My my buddy Owen said it wasn't so great. Well the so I saw the the um self-indulgent tour twice because it was all, it was different, a different set list every night and all rarities. And I'm like, I have to go. Oh, yeah. Damn. Had been performing Albuquerque live, which I was like, <laughs> I, I swear to, the, to this day, I believe that every answer you ever need to know about life is contained in the lyrics to Albuquerque. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you need to know. And so I saw him the first night that he performed in LA and he didn't play Albuquerque. And there was a party I was supposed to go to the next night and I go, I'm going back to see Weird Al. <laughs> Did it, and he did the best thing, which is at towards the end of the song, you know, on the recording he loses track of what the story he's telling. <laughs> when he's doing it live, he's like instead of just going, you know, finishing up the song, he goes back and does it from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would so lose I was, it. I was just hold on, I went out of focus. Uh, but yeah, I was just my mind was blown. But then like halfway halfway through retelling it, he's like, oh, I remember my train of thought, but it was still like that immediately, like, oh my god, is he doing <laughs> Albuquerque again? Damn. That's, so That's funny. fucking brilliant. <laughs> and so the other thing is he would end every show with a cover song, and it was different every single night. And you can go and listen to those on his website. And um, I'm a huge Elvis Costello fan. Nice. And a couple of tours ago, if they would mess up on something they would play Radio Radio by Elvis Costello, which is a great track. And that was the first night that I got. Like he played Oh, Radio damn. Radio. Wonderful. And the second one was Girl You Want by Devo. And I love Devo. Holy shit. It was a great experience. Damn. He's a great showman. And the band was insane. Yeah. Highly so recommend. good. Yep. Dude, what a show. What a time. What a story. And yeah. what a show we've had with Matt Bennett. Today. Good, that was that nice. I love what you just did. Um, <laughs> Matt, man, dude, I love having you. Said around. we're gonna talk for two hours. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> no, I said, not. I said an hour. <laughs> your text. Did you? Yes, but um, I do want to say that you're such a great guy, and even when we play Fortnite, 
you're so giving and caring of us. You're like, do you have shield? Do you need weapons? Do you need bullets? What yeah. do you need? You're like a good caring friend. And it comes off even in like a dumb video game. And I, and I appreciate that about you. And it's what makes you such a special person in so many other ways too. But I appreciate you. And just thank you for being on the show, man. I thank you well, for thank your time. Thank you, Matt. Thank you for having Matt, it's me. It's been lovely meeting you. And I'm yeah. so happy to have, uh, I know if I, when I see you in person, when the world opens back up, I will immediately dump a bunch of Weezer stuff on you and just see what you say. That. And I can't wait. But you, you guys have a lot a to talk person. about because yeah. by the time we get out, there will probably be 17 more Weezer albums. That's true. <laughs> At least four. Yeah. I'll be here for it. Yeah. yeah I mean, uh, also come and join us in Fortnite, guys. Yes. And also, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I'm you coming. must promote. What are you working on? Where do you want people to you see? You must promote. You must, must, must. promote. Uh, yeah, so currently, I mean, the the industry is slowly thawing because of you know post pandemic. But in the meantime, I'm on Twitch. Uh, right now, it's M O T T B O N N O T T. It's my name with the vowels changed to O's. And uh, yeah, just follow me. I'm at Matt Bennett on pretty much everything else, so you can uh, get updates there. I love oh, it. and I have a new uh, EP out called If Not Whenever. That's on top. Well, look at that. That's awesome, dude. Um, thank you so much, my friend. You're a special person, and I appreciate your time and being here. And we'd love to have you back too. I would. I would love to come back. Yeah, I love. love We've only just started. What a blast that was. And we're gonna get this dude on movie movie game is what we're gonna get him. Dude, movie 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 knowledge. You gotta do one music. Do one with him really quick. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, let me bring up from the the doc, guys. We've got a doc. Um. I think Matt and I are going to stream Fortnite sometimes too. Like, I don't know when this will, this goes up Monday or Tuesday, mm-hmm. um, but, uh, but, but we'll be streaming sometimes some Fortnite together. Which Does your fun. audience like Fortnite? Cause mine doesn't. You know, Wait. I don't think they really care what we do as long as we're like joking around, which they're so sweet. And I love that about them. Um, but yeah, most people are like, most people don't really want to see Fortnite. <laughs> I think it's more fun to play than it is to watch. Other exactly. People. But so get... we're doing this mode called Queen's Gambit, which my <laughs> friends made up, where uh, what we do is we dress in the darkest clothes we can and find a taxi cab because the windows are the darkest and we just sit in it and wa- <laughs> and don't move. Nobody breaks a window and we just watch. So it's kind of like <laughs> a stream of Fortnite while you're in Fortnite. And it's so funny because sometimes people will run by the car and it's just, it's great time. Sometimes they get in and start driving and then realize that there's a full party (laughs) in the car with them. Oh my God. I love no, that. I recommend so it. I and want to do also that. Also, Nature Boys, which is where we hide in trash cans the entire game. But that's Nature Boys. Not as you know, as entertaining. Okay, but here's the thing. Every Friday we have our big Friday night night, which is our big PvP 16 person lobby where we try to get as many people in as we possibly can to kill each other in Fortnite okay. and have a great time. You're invited always. And cool. yeah, I usually I've been streaming Tuesdays from five to late and Fridays from five to late. Wonderful. So yeah, maybe we'll we'll intersect Big Friday night night with some streaming funds. But I've got to try all this shit out. It's so fun. Anyway, Joe, go for it. I'll give you two. I'll give you one that's a funny one, and the one's a little bit more of a, a niche movie. All right, is here's this the first a trivia one. question or yes. Okay, so this is okay. movie movie game. I take a synopsis of a movie and I slam it with a synopsis of a second movie, and you got to give me the slam together title of the two movies okay so for example you want to give an example first so yeah i'll give you yeah yeah, yeah. i'll give here's a freebie anybody can answer 
The only things separating a terrified mother and son from the vicious slobbery dog jaws of a murderous but very ill pooch are the doors of their Ford Pinto and the sweet punk tracks from an Archie Comics inspired all female rock band. Uh Cujo and the Pussycats. Yeah, okay, you got wait, it. You got wait, it. Wait, wait, wait. Cujo Z and the Pussycats. And the Pussycats. Oh, movie that? Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cujo Z and the Pussycats. Yeah, every single sound. Important note, Steve. Important note. No, By the yes. way, have you seen Josie and the Pussycats 2000, from 2000? I've never seen it. I've never oh, seen my God. It's so much I know. It's so good. The I hear it's incredible. Good. I'm just, I'm a huge Fountains of Wayne fan. And one oh, of the songs God. by Adam R- Schlesinger. R.I.P. Yes, incredible, incredible uh, musician. And the soundtrack is so good. So that song, and then the closing song is written by Adam Duritz of the Counting Crows. <laughs> And I, wow. it is my holy grail. I have to find a demo recording of him singing it because you listen to it and I could, I picture his voice singing it. It's, it's so duritzy. I love that. I love that. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. It's just dripping in durits. Uh, all right, Durant's last, you get it. You're already a pro at it, I can tell. Uh, your mother sucks cocks in hell. And also as a showgirl masquerading as a nun to avoid the ill pursuit of the mob. Exorcister act. There you go. You're too good. You're too good. Yeah. Yeah, that's oh, damn. Wait, give him a really hard one then. <laughs> okay, okay. An eight legged South American stowaway did the nasty with one of the locals, and now this small town's only hope is John Goodman and a military plan to parachute a goddamn elephant out of a plane during the Vietnam War. Is that Dumbo Drop, the second one? Yes. Well, the first one. The first one is, is eight legged. Eight-legged no. South American stowaway did the nasty with one of the locals, and now this small town's only hope is John Goodman. Oh boy, I don't know what the first—I don't know the first movie. An eight-legged? It is a, it is a was, movie about spiders. There was a spider movie with John Goodman in it. Ara- is it arachnophobia? It is arachnophobia. Arachnophobia drop. How do you mash that together? There's the, the, a, a word that you're missing. From the second movie, from the Dumbo Drop movie. It is Dumbo. Oh, Arachnophobia Operation Dumbo Drop? Yeah! Yes. <laughs> I've never seen Arachnophobia. <laughs> it's it's fun. It's not it's not the best, but it's a I fun one. I didn't know time. John Goodman was in it. Yeah, he's, he's like, like for a second. Man, I thought for a second you were gonna pull out like a like a VHS <laughs> of Operation Dumbo Drop. Signed production stills. Yeah. Here's Talking a maquette the of the elephant they used. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, listen. Thank you so much. You're awesome. And listeners of the show, thank you so much for checking this out. And if you'd like to perhaps become a patron of the Valley Folk and help us keep this thing afloat and support comedy and all that good stuff. You can go to patreon.com slash the Valley Folk. And also this game that we just played called the Movie Movie Game has a Kickstarter, which um, is still going on, by the way. Link is in the, in the description. You can go to bit.ly.com slash movie movie game and you can go there and pre-order this and the expansion packs of TV movie game and video game movie game. And if you're interested in doing that, it helps us out so that we know how many to order. Thanks, folks.